This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. It's just so cold up there, Fern said. I decided to go up and get her and send her back to New York. I just couldn't stand to think of her up there by herself in the cold and dark. Up there meant the front range of the Chugash Mountains above Anchorage, Alaska. He'd placed a jar with his mother's ashes inside, towards the top of one of the mountains just that past summer. She had come over from Germany as a young girl 70 years earlier. She'd lived in New York City ever since. But she had visited Alaska a couple of times in the summer and thought the mountains were so beautiful that she asked that her ashes be placed there when she died. She never experienced the mountains in the winter. Where do you want me to put your ashes? My wife asked me this past week. So, I had just turned into my 70s, and now things were getting a bit more serious. I laughed off the inquiry with, I don't care. It won't mean anything to me. I'll be gone. We walked on down the trail to our afternoon coffee. The following day, I was having lunch with a friend whose wife died a year or so ago. He was planning on a dusting of her ashes in one of our national parks that she particularly liked. I suppose that is against the law. But really, I mean, who's going to stop him? And for that matter, I can't imagine why they should. What does it matter? I suppose there are reasons, but I don't know what there are. He told me that he had changed his mind. He didn't know what to do with them. He didn't want them sitting around in a box, but he didn't really know where to put them. He had asked his children, but they deferred to his judgment. So, he's left, holding the box, so to speak. I had another friend a few years ago dying of asbestosis, cancer of the lungs. He asked that his ashes be scattered over Bellingham Bay. He liked to walk along the water and gaze out towards the horizon in his later days. When he had trouble walking, he would find a bench and spend an hour or so each day just sitting there letting the sound of the waves soothe his aching body and settle his mind. We participated in the scattering of his ashes from a dock that extends out into the bay from one of our parks. There were perhaps a dozen of us gathered that cloudy summer morning. His sister and husband had come from the East Coast. The Unitarian minister said a few words, and then his sister talked for just a few moments about their childhood as brother and sister. Then we took turns, releasing his ashes a handful at a time, and they slowly swirled into the water. Brenda had brought some flowers and gently placed them on the water. They sat still for a moment and then slowly started moving away from the dock and out into the bay. We walked to the nearest coffee shop and shared stories of Dale and how he had touched our lives. It's been several years since we launched our friend on the bay. Our windows look out over the water and my eyes go there first thing every morning. I think of my friend sometime 
during each day. He's out there in the storm. He's out there in the calm. He's in the reflected sunlight or crashing waves. He seems to have chosen a great place from my point of view. When our favorite dog of 13 years died, we buried him in our backyard. We placed him in a corner of the yard that is a little used, but is a beautiful little nook, heavy in foliage. We placed a flat slate stone over his grave and then planted a miniature lilac bush next to it. Most mornings, I find myself walking over to that corner and just for a moment saying, Hi, Zach. How are you doing? He responds just as he always did with silence, but yet there's a sense of friendship. What we do with ourselves or with our family or friends when death comes is important to some. I don't think it is important to the ones who die, but it is to those that are left behind. We need to be comfortable with the decision. I'm not sure we want others to be reminded of us when they find a cardboard box in the attic. I would rather they thought of me when they look to the mountains, the open water, or a bucolic spot in the forest. If I would have been Vern, I would have left my mother's ashes up in the Chugash Range. Winter cold and dark wouldn't bother her ashes. And I would probably be reminded of her every time I looked at the mountains. And I would probably say to myself, How you doing, Mom? This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or stories to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.